welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of House of the Dragon, Season 1, Episode 7, Driftmark, written by Kevin Lyle, directed by Miguel S. I gave this episode a 9.8 out of 10. I find the Targaryens and the Valerians a little infuriating, but the tea is pretty piping hot. These niggas crazy as fuck. We are gonna break from tradition of the last two episodes and not go character by character, instead scene by scene since everyone was in the same location and things unfolded organically. Now after the review, I will be discussing a few minor critiques, basically doing a little bit of venting. I might actually do it after the, after now i'll save it for the end i'll save that for the end of the review before we jump into the feedback and then we will do a brief spoiler section because i have some questions that i need to put out there in the universe and that's my place to do it with that said let's jump into the scalding cauldron of leeches and worms i feel so bad for these children all of them really and i do mean all of them (laughs) some more than others but the children are definitely a reflection of some pretty perfidious adults we begin at driftmark as we all suspected for lena's funeral the title credit sequences by the way are changing i will leave it to the eagle eyes of reddit and the voices of bald move to tell me all about it i'm not too keen on taking out a spyglass and (laughs) making those determinations myself lena is being put to rest in a coffin targaryens burn with dragon fire while valerians are their bodies are returned to the sea vaemon valerian corliss brother remarks as the spokesperson for the funeral that their mother lena leaves two trueborn daughters and takes the opportunity to point out that salt courses through valerian blood it's thick and must never run thin staring directly at princess ray ray and her bastards (laughs) that's awful that's awful damon the only one that really sussed out what he was trying to indicate here go laugh and while it's never great to laugh at your wife's funeral because it is disrespectful but at the same time it's kind of like we just gonna keep ignoring this open like we're all in one place too so it's even more evident so it's just one of those things where i can see it just coming out (laughs) and you didn't think (laughs) that it was and i could also see him just doing it in a like i know what she was doing but it wasn't even like hold on bro you can't say that it was more like (laughs) you getting them digs in you're getting them digs in damon has motives for doing this though considering he himself is the next heir at least male heir to driftmark after lenor and he isn't too keen to see bastard blood take what's rightfully his Aegon, like any kid dragged to a funeral of some distant, never really knew him type of cousin relative, is bored as hell. 
honestly don't like the concept of funerals. This is just me talking my personal preference because it's creepy. It's not to be born. I, I know that it's supposed to be a place where you say goodbye to a loved one, but I don't think it's okay to, to send people in a room with an open casket and then you gotta, it's so uncomfortable. <laughs> it's so, I, I don't, I, I just, I, I feel as if cremation is the way to go for me. I don't need anyone crawling into a room to, yes, mourn me, but remember me, not traumatize me with certain aspects of death that I personally feel are private, private and don't need to be on display. That's all I will say about that because I'm sure people are like, well, that's a, this is my personal opinion. You ain't got to agree with it. It's just how I feel. After Elena is in the sea, it does not take very long for this to become not, not this is how we eye fuck. This is how we side eye. Mm, mm, mm. This is how we side eye. Oh, oh, oh. Don't you come over her bitch. Everybody just kept looking at each other. Y'all don't know how to use words at all. Princess Ray Ray, she is so friendless. Ain't nobody went to greet her. And I'm sure it has to do with that open secret that she didn't think to take the Dragonstone a lot sooner. I kind of think that they made the huge change for her being at the castle. And I believe it really was to undermine Allison. I think that she thinks there's only one female that is to be held in high esteem in her father's eyes. And she just refuses to allow Allison that role. Maybe it's out of a rational fear that she will convince her father to name Aegon or they take over in power, power she feels that is hers. But on the other hand, if you are not about the right, if you do in dirt, do you think that that's the place to be? Trying to undermine someone else <laughs> when all the skeletons are in your closet? I can't rationalize it. And despite so many people jumping through hoops and, and uh, waterfalls to do so, I'm still at a loss. Interestingly, Damon, does not initiate contact and when she looks at him directly he turns away purposely to dissuade the interaction notice how she always be chasing him makes me think of what allison said in the second or third episode you got to make her believe it's her idea though he definitely intends to slither his way closer to the throne but very much like the conversation he has with viserys he's not about to ask for shit He's going to make you believe it's your idea. You need me. And then she comes out and literally says it. And he pretty much orgasms. Literally. She could be my wife. That good. The best 30 seconds of my life. Allison saw that when she looked in her direction. Bitch, I hope the fuck you do. You'll be a dead son of a bitch. I tell you that. She got that meme down packed. Down packed, I say. Jace is mourning his own father and grandfather when he's approached by his mother and tells her that 
maybe someone should show us a little love and she says uh i know you know the truth but you can't flaunt the truth so go comfort your cousins who might actually understand and they do because bayla i believe grabs his hand like you don't have to say anything we get it Kristen Cole and Allison Stank Eye is still consistent. The Sarah staring at Damon, where very few approach him to offer condolences. <laughs> I don't even think there was a conversation between Corliss, Rainus, and Damon. He is contemplating going to approach his brother, but at the same time, he doesn't kind of want to. Helena is still playing with bugs and spouting lyrics of premonition. Creeper. Oh, man. She is engaged to marry her brother. Kind of weird. Viserys agreed to this, but his precious Ray Ray was too good for it. And they was only half siblings versus this whole ass type of incest going on. It's little things like this that can boil your blood. At least it boils mine. Aegon thinks it's weird. Aemon has no problem fucking anything that keeps their blood pure. Because duty is mentioned quite a few times this episode. Doing the abhorrent for the sake of the privileges afforded. A luxury only given to those in power. At least we have something in common, creatures with long legs. My eyeballs unfortunately was snarred by a comment that stated, well, if Aegon was raised better by his mother, and I'm like, do you read any history? I don't mean to be rude when I say that, but I think that's just a reason to hate Allison more so than a valid reason to hate Allison. And there's a lot of valid reasons if you really want to go search for them, like wanting a little kid to have their eyeball removed from their head. But in this case, like women don't raise their children. <laughs> what, what society do you think this is? <laughs> And if anyone's to blame, it would be a shared blame because y'all act like Viserys is not this, these kids' father and technically should be and has a far more authoritative influence in their life than their mother ever will. See, uh, oh, we're watching Vikings, that one woman. She did everything for her sons, raised them, and then they left her in a convent to rot away and die like she didn't sacrifice everything for them shit this is a patriarchal fucking world to disillusion yourself otherwise this <laughs> is seeing it through a modernized lens but a but he's just being a kid here he's being a normal teenager that just wants to fucking drink hormonal and reckless some adults haven't even gotten out of that stage yet and we see who they are because Viserys is an alcoholic and homegirl over there don't know how to make any decision that ain't with herself in mind. <laughs> and you know what I'm referring to. Larys over on the side though, he's stalking Alicent 
And looking giddy at his new place in society as Lord of Harrenhal, he just done playing in the shadows. His mask is off. As mentioned earlier, Jace approaches the twins and Bela understands their shared sense of loss and reaches out to hold his hand. Carlos, meanwhile, tells Luke that he is to be heir to the Lord of Driftmark because titles pass through the patriarchal male relative line. So after Lenar, it would be Luke because Jace is heir to the Iron Throne, but he doesn't see any joy in this as that would mean everyone is dead. heartsick because you have all these people who are jumping and ready to disembowel each other over this uh title or the titles the ambition and you have children who just want a family his wife meanwhile Rainus approaches her granddaughters to comfort them giving princess ray ray the cold shoulder interesting this you would think they'd make natural allies, but in her mind, not only are you given an opportunity stolen from me, I'm over that, but you are also being reckless and feckless with that opportunity. She probably doesn't feel great about the fact that she cuckled her son, even if he is okay with that. Unfortunately, the rules are the rules. A man can go out and have sex with whomever, and a woman is meant to keep her chastity or if she is going to engage in a in an affair, be discreet about it. And there's a comment that Ray Ray says a little bit later that reinforces why I want to slap her in the face sometimes. Duty doesn't allow for cheating, even with consent. Now you might be wondering through our modern eyes, well, what's the whole big deal about this bastardy? Why is everyone making such a huge fuss about it? Why does it continue to be such a sticking point? And here is why. There's a certain stigma that comes from being born as a bastard. They are said to be born from lust, lies, and weakness. And as such, they are said to be wanton and treacherous by nature. Bastards are not allowed to inherit their father's lands or titles and have no claims to the privileges of their father's house. It is possible for the king to legitimize a lord's bastard children but this special dispensation dispensation is difficult to acquire and does not happen frequently in any event such a high-born bastard carries the blood of a noble house rival claimants may still consider them a potential threat all the religions in the seven kingdoms agree on this rhetoric one may argue well, that doesn't sound fair Life isn't about being fair. It's about rules, it's about structure, and it's about accountability. And in this case, these children that she continues to prop up as her legitimate children, 
which in her mind, you're a Targaryen, so you're afforded the same luxuries as me. Never mind what all the rules say. Everyone else who's been following those rules are going to feel some kind of way about that. You are creating civil wars. That has happened in, in British history. Someone coming out being the illegitimate, then they can raise armies. They can get the countryside to them, especially if you're upset with how your current uh your current king or queen is ruling so having that in the world and then you deciding to prop that up you're it's just creating more of a conflict down the line and all that you are doing is kicking the 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 can down now one could argue well it's not her fault that she had these children and but it is i understand that you and your husband could not do it which they discuss a little bit later on but that is something you signed the fuck up for <laughs> what you were expecting afterwards was your uncle to come tease your bed and there wouldn't be a problem he wasn't there so you found someone else in this world though we know that there's this little elixir called tea that apparently the grand maester can make and get rid of that possible problem especially if they are not your your husbands and if they are yours i mean again you could have done so much more with this and women have had to do things like this there's so many unhappy marriages throughout uh england and the things that you do for duty as stated it's not if you want to be someone that's off on the shores and and you want to give up all of this pretense around you do you boo but if you want to keep all this shit around you then you got to play by the rules of the game you can't just just toss the rule board off and just expect everyone to go along with you so that's the big thing with this considered bastard this continued bastardy being brought up is it's not looked at at in on any level she does not have a sympathetic ear here and i don't know if the show is doing the best job conveying that of how much she even from the beginning how much upheaval of a battle she has and then on top of these poor decisions she keeps selfish ones mind you human ones but still selfish nonetheless that only makes her even more desirable to sit on that throne which is where you get the greens and the black conflict and i think that they're focusing more so on the heads of this green and black than they are on the political atmosphere around the green and blacks that i think inform far more and is actually a detriment to the bigger picture at large and it could just be that this is where they want to make it a very personal story and then on in season two they'll widen it out a lot more but it seems a issue very confined to this family versus the wider uh strife this would come this would complicate in the kingdom if that makes any sense Damon over there smirking at Ray Ray's clear desire to approach him. She cannot wait for her fucking opportunity. The thirst is way too real with you. I don't 
Eamon and Jace could have had a moment to reconcile, but this missed opportunity to make peace is a continued thread between all of the characters. Corliss is disappointed at his son's behavior as he stands in the water and mourns, looking ready to drown himself. So he angrily tells Coral, was it, to retrieve him? Viserys finally stops side-eyeing his brother and decides to offer condolences in an olive branch. And considering their wives died rather similarly, you'd think that Damon would show some emotional maturity then again on the other side he didn't try to fuck his niece at the funeral in front of everyone so i could argue quietly observing is his maturity (laughs) once again every time i look at the the side of the screen every time i saw ray ray's look and it was focused on telling her children to be good children and wanting to get to damon as soon as she possibly can was the void in your pussy that fucking that fucking neglected that you really felt the need to jump on this man's dick at his funeral damon doesn't want to be given anything by his brother and yet he keeps telling him he needs him i don't understand why viserys keeps putting himself out there as well you need me now come back to court and you keep saying that in a way that should make anyone feel or get a little bristled and despite him even wanting to stay mad at him because he knows exactly what he went through all those years ago he actually decides to just walk off he's upset and he doesn't even he doesn't even have the strength to do it with his brother ray ray's like oh okay good (laughs) i got my chance (laughs) now from the top make it drop that's some wet ass pussy now get a bucket and a mop that's some wet ass pussy i'm talking wop 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 that's some wet ass before he goes down to the beach otto stops him and offers condolences and he says no matter how fat the leech grows it always wants for another meal and i'm like is that like the the pot calling the kettle black did we need for otto to look at his hand of the kingpin we would have got the message did she really just tell her kids to go to bed not even tuck them in with a story knowing they're still in mourning too particularly your son because he just brought it up nope nope but i wanted to do her stuff for my friend allison is constrained whereas renera is sloppy as fuck otto puts his drunk nephew to bed as aemon hears vagar roaring and has ideas Lenor is being a punk ass bitch while his father and uncle look on in disappointment and I can't blame them I have things to say about Lenor. I understand you are dealing with something but that is not an excuse and we'll talk more also in the critique section about how I feel <laughs> about some of the reactions to these character arcs without giving any true analytical value to them because your children need you right now your wife needs you right now your nieces need you right now you need to come up out of your own ass and find your fucking purpose they should be embarrassed by you right now they should be embarrassed because there it does not take much to be there it does not take much to be better and it doesn't take much to love 
and if you love those boys the way you say you love those boys then there's nothing that should be stopping you from sharing in your grief with them knowing what they lost knowing what you lost but you like everyone else is fucking selfish and i'm not making excuses for him i'm just not i'm gonna call it i can empathize of why he wants to do the things he wants to do he didn't ask for this i think i brought that up last episode but we don't ask for a lot of things in life that we are given they're thrown at us and we are supposed to overcome and deal with those challenges Rainis speaks with Coralis alone looking for someone to blame for her child's death wondering if she had been permitted a home if the outcome would be different because she knows that Damon had permitted her for coming back she said uh, Coralis says Damon did what he thought was best and she says Damon does what's best for Damon and for him that's also very telling that he did not want to come back and really start the drama he can that ray ray did for him being the agent of chaos that he is corliss believes it's an act of the gods and she replies mayhap the gods have scorned us for our insatiable pride amen to that shit my heart goes out to rainis too because she can see everything that's unfolding and she's just pretty much over all of it and she truly cares about the happiness of her children fuck all these games she knows her husband's ambitions takes precedent over precedent over her own loss of the crown and there's a correlation here between that stubborn ego and the loss of children to to fulfill those grandiose aspirations there's nothing to say that jace and luke should want the crown but that's what you feel that they're entitled to she knows it's about the lost opportunity for house valerian the lineage more so than it is about justice i've moved on but that claim its very existence spurns you corliss to seize what should in your mind belong to your heirs and to his credit he don't deny it in the business you deal with crazies he takes that in stride and says what is a mortal life without legacy she says that's how you live your life some of us live our mortal life for the pleasures of living (laughs) for the comfort of our children to see them grow old and succeed she didn't even really want Lenor to marry uh because she felt that she wasn't the right one she's always felt that way she tries to convince him to name Bela heir to Driftmark as everyone knows those boys are bastards and should not inherit what is not theirs. However, Corliss won't cast more shadow over them and despite his claims, he is rather attached to the patriarchy as well and it would have disinherited his son. Oh, the irony and what it means to do your duty and love your husband but also having limits of power to enact change limited power to enact change that is Renera's situation i am admittedly harsh on ray ray and here's why out of everyone that is on the board right now ray ray has the most and I, i've mentioned this once i will mention it again she has the most to lose which is what damon very i mean he at least is honest and he'd be giving out some good advice (laughs) but 
she continues to want to be treated special and yet does nothing to earn the treatment that she expects going forward in the position that she's in being one of the only female i mean she watched this shit well maybe she didn't watch it actually she wasn't born i don't think she was of what happened with her father though you know i don't feel like she has any self-awareness outside of her own little purview and because her journey is such a tough one to see her so damselly <laughs> in a way conduct herself makes me 10 times harsher on her characterization because you're the one that wants this you don't have to have it it could go to Aegon. things can move on but that's not what you want you want to be the queen you feel like that's what you deserve okay cool what are you doing to earn that and i feel like everyone <laughs> they're making sacrifices and she's making none and getting married is not a fucking sacrifice it's not you had anyone and everyone in the fucking kingdom and you still not happy so when she's on this beach going on and on whiny woe is me oh i'm not so happy in my personal life nobody likes me well i don't know how you can say that when you keep getting your way <laughs> you have pretty much made an embarrassment of your father i mean he's considered weaker for your actions but you don't ever seem to get that memo and there's not much many people will do because he is the king and it's peace times and you know just because you don't like someone is not a reason to to dethrone them but on the other hand what do you really have to complain about and then i know it's probably some rich people to be like well you don't know my life yeah i totally get that part but you don't know what it's life like to have without money so until you're in that other shoe you cannot sit there and think that people aren't looking at you with your position and not expecting you to have more agency in it you don't earn shit you're given everything and you continue to have everything given why are you whining your complaint was well i got a husband and he's what was her first words he's useless he was something before but he's useless now your complaint is i wanted you with me i didn't have you with me why did you do that? She does make a comment and says that her and Lenor did try to sleep together. Uh, she mentions a little later it was only a couple of times. And again, I want to feel like on one level, I do like you're being put in a position that really, truly. But on the other hand, how many monarchs king james the second or is it king james the first he was bisexual hell he probably was more gay than he was bisexual but he managed to get in that fucking bed and fuck his wife he managed to create those heirs because that's what duty is right you keep trying you do whatever you need to do to make it happen bring another boy in here he need to stroke you off just to put whatever the case may be there are plenty of monarchs that hate each other at least y'all was friendly 
that hated each other and managed to conceive so i really don't like that's an excuse to me then with a straight face gonna say i try to keep up appearances fuck you ma'am you cannot have a man who ain't even supposed to be there creeping in and out of your room have his children and say that line all under everyone's nose she trusted sir harwin and wants a partner and she's clearly been beelining to make that happen and that woman ain't even been cold for more than a few weeks are you fucking serious this is shameful for both characters and i'm glad they showed their love scene in the dark because that's the type of aesthetic one should perceive their supposed love because it is based on a great deal of the need to maintain power and lust damon knows everyone is culpable of depravity this longing she has for him is based on idolization and the need to be desired as she points out but she really doesn't know him as much as she thinks she does because he showed up and made her feel special she's carried that all the way into her adulthood and she's kind of been keeping it in this special place but in reality i mean would you feel differently if you knew that he bashed his wife's face in we keep i feel like there are there are people forgetting that point that that is what he's willing to do for power and for some reason because it's ray ray princess ray ray that he's ever so close to that for some reason no there can't be any other possible political motives here that's naive she also does have more to lose something she complains about but continues to fall short of actually politically navigating you leaning all too heavily on being daddy's girl in lieu of shoring up much needed allies is taken for granted she thinks he abandoning her is the worst of his crimes goes into a speech about how she's still nursing the 10-year blue balls she expected him to be fucking her in place of harwin despite his own words of i thought i was being decent for once because you were a child but she don't care about that she cares about being put on a pedestal and held up by a strong man which feels very counter feminist but maybe because i cannot abide incest i'm being far more critical she does make the first move and this pleading to be wanted is exactly what damon wants for himself but also is this ticket into something more than just pentos like lena dropping into his lap ray ray made sure she was next in line either way screwing at your wife's funeral is in bad taste on both of these motherfuckers as i stated earlier as well as being jealous that he was actually happy even if he couches it as happy enough he fully understands her pampered nature and he will lie or couch his lies to appeal to her and she is completely oblivious to that fact this also does nothing to help her cause jumping in bed with another man <laughs> but you're like oh well at least our children will come out blonde haired if anything that makes it even worse that your other fucking valerian like what her thought process is just so jacked i can't get into it she is princess of making everything worse for herself <laughs> i'm laughing at my own line Eamon finds vagar and gets his dragon 
on one hand, when the girls uh they go in they wake up Ayla and Raina they go wake up Jace to say that Vagar was stolen Damon was already aware of it and so was Renera once she got off the beach I think it's also very telling that one is up before the other hey these are things that happen when you're in love and things that happen when you're not quite as in love then you are just loving someone there is a difference on one hand sad for the girls but on the other what did you expect this is one of the baddest ass fucking dragons on the planet anybody and everyone could try to jump on that bitch and here is all these valerians here and targaryens i did wonder why the girls decided not to wake up any adult but their parents for the most part are outside in a sex glow you should wash your hands you dirty pig the kids find Eamon and while yes he definitely did not owe it to the girls to wait for Reyna to claim that dragon he didn't need to be an asshole about it they did just lose their mother you could have found a way to you're a kid too I I get it but there there's kids are usually naturally empathetic but this is also what happens when you bully someone they end up becoming a bully you not being able to say i understand that that was your mother's dragon but you know the rules dragons are claimed and unfortunately you didn't claim her and then if things escalated from there but it was the way in which he came off he didn't need to be like that and then punching a girl because she Raina just approached him maybe she would have acted out but again circumstances she just lost her mother <laughs> For you to just throw her on the ground and then to punch Bela is not a fucking response that you should ever do as not only a boy but a man uh, a male that you think that it's okay tells of a vicious nature within you because I don't even think Aegon would have taken it that fucking far they was whooping his ass though because Jace decides to stick up for Bela Luke decides to stick up for his brother then when he's finally knocked down they just all start taking turns until he almost brains luke with a rock calling him and his brother bastards and poor luke he's like my daddy's still alive he doesn't know does he like i'm not about hurting kids but i would have slashed or kept on slashing at his face like you need to learn a very important lesson if they had crippled your ass what would you would have done what would you would have done so they end up taking out his eye because luke is like yeah i'm not gonna let you just try to murder my brother i'm gonna defend myself and him everyone is called into the the hall viserys is pissed what the fuck is this shit every time i look at him two thoughts cross my mind the first being how the fuck did he not die the second is that allison says to fuck him <laughs> i'm never not gonna not see it that would be enough to make me feel some kind of way and she does it with such class i don't think i would have that restraint sir christian tries to defer his own responsibility oh jesus let me kill this nigga what the fuck you talking about you talk uh, the king i never had to defend against cousins so you just let this shit play out because you saw little kids running around and you didn't think maybe i should check out what's going on nah 
nah. You are a piece of dog doo-doo. I want you to die slow and painfully, and I can't wait for it to happen. If it happens. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I would love for it to happen because you are the worst. You're absolutely, I'm so glad that the, uh, the head, I keep forgetting his name, but it's Graham McTavish's character. Like, I want him to be punished so bad. <laughs> so the scene plays out very dramatically. And while Allison is definitely in the wrong, not only slapping Aegon for being a child. <laughs> like, excuse me? You didn't have to beat my ass like that. That's not a way in which to respond to the situation. And demanding an eye for a literal eye. Ray Ray cannot help but continue to gaslight her and everyone else about the paternity of her children saying what should have and this is my thing he said what happened amen he said I want to hear anybody else I want to hear your version of events I want to know what happened and how it should have went was I got Vagar the girls confronted me about it yes I pushed Raina yes I punched Bela in the fucking face I was very surprised that the Valerians didn't say anything about the assault on their grandchildren but the king is in the room so they expected him to handle it but that his response was insufficient on every level however the bastardry was not brought into the equation until he whispered it to his mother right no one else knew that that was part of the conflict until ray ray's ass go talking about they this is because they threw vowel insults at my child so you're trying to act like your child shouldn't get beat the fuck up like what do you think is gonna happen when they go out in the real world you're not preparing them well <laughs> everyone's talking about allison and her parenting skills yours and lanar's are equally repulsive you cannot just put that shit on them and then act like they're going to be able to go out into society with this huge huge thing around their neck and everyone's just going to play along you're not going to be there and Viserys is not going to be there to shield them from this and in this moment in this room you know that Viserys is the only thing that is keeping those kids from being in line and he all he has to do is disinherit them that's all he has to do and as much as that would hurt his daughter, that would fix the fucking situation. You know what? Until you marry and have some other children, we're going to keep shit on pause. But instead, it doesn't happen that way. She escalates it and focuses on the bastardry and the fact that she wants that squash more so than what actually truly happened. Because them saying that to those children that's gonna that's what happens on the sidewalk kids are fucking cruel that's just what they are <laughs> even if they're raised by great parents they can still they have the ability to be fucking cruel but it's kid shit right it's kid shit based on a very real thing that is yes insulting but it's also the truth i gotta say it was a lie Otto immediately peeps Damon walking in with a very disheveled, disheveled Ray Ray as he takes Stan by the door. One of those irritating comments I love to see. Damon had her back. Damon was sitting on the sidelines with Otto taking in this familial drama 
watching it play out and weighing how to take advantage of it she needs to stop forcing that down everyone's throat like it's fact stop telling everyone this is so terrible how dare they say i get that that puts you in a precarious situation but you're already in it like <laughs> you can't go back in time you can't forbid people from as Aegon says look at them <laughs> your, your your secret wasn't a secret because you were not discreet fuck what you bitch is? shut the fuck up bitch back the fuck up if i knock the fuck up you damn that, hey tell your kid what the fuck these kids are the victims because Eamon only repeats what he hears from his mother who is saved when he says he heard it from Aegon who simply tells his father grow up and stop being thick y'all keep whooping on my ass but this is your mess and as stated earlier bastards are not they're just they're not like they don't share the same meal as the legitimate children it just is the way things are that's why when most people have bastards they usually set them up somewhere out of the sight of court or anywhere else because they don't want to bring attention to the issue you keep putting your issue front tension front and center at attention there we go the only thing keeping this from being exposed further is Viserys's denial which he has so her deciding to shift the blame and focus here is because legitimately her son did something wrong to a legitimate child and instead of having her children or letting it be known that her children are in the wrong at this moment she wants to punish allison's children who kind of already was by losing an eye she's trying to mama bear in the most unhelpful way possible but she's also frustrated because everyone continues to ignore the truth and that's not really fair to ask that is what i stated earlier about gaslighting when everyone is saying this is the truth and you got two people over there thick as thieves being like i don't know what you're talking about Fuck you. Fuck you. where's lanar entertaining his young squires I watched that scene three times just to laugh at that moment. <laughs> Instead of chasing Damon, how about try to look after your husband? You didn't think to, to consider any of his feelings regarding the death of his sister. Like, this is a fucking funeral, for Christ's sake. Westerling should beat the bricks off Kristen because he don't have a right to laugh and his disrespect is off the chain. But then again, your daughter, your daughter, Viserys, had a scandal with him that if he opens his mouth about, they both will suffer. So he kind of has leverage to be an ass. And who put him in that situation? You know the rules, and so do I. And then Viserys does probably the worst thing he could have. He doesn't even deny it. He's basically like, just get over it because I said so. And Allison is like, that is not sufficient. Shit just got real. She demands some justice and in a moment of irrational anger, demands it from one of Rhaenyra's children. I cannot support or condone this behavior. Those are innocent babies. Yes, he brought a knife to the situation, but a rock can be a weapon as well. And we do know that Allison is a little blind to her children's faults. However, 
I can understand having given everything, sacrificed everything, but it as it was forced on you, mind you, as your place, and it being all for nothing, while your former friend, who you got to this place of influence, who you got to this place of reconciliation with her father, who you got to this place of remaining heir because she chose, she chose to the detriment of her own family to put her trust and faith and loyalty with you. And ever since that moment, you've just decided to smear it in my face constantly. And while Viserys may be able to push it aside, the the affronts to his whole legacy, so to speak, the affronts to the throne the affronts of what is expected in the position that she has been given 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 let me say it again given not earned because some people think given something means that you have all of the rights to it not necessarily it is still something that is done with a disregard for the tradition and the respect of everyone around her in correlation to what she decides to do as the the figurehead in a lot of ways representing the country it's the same thing here a perfect example same thing with, with the president of the united states right the neighbor, yes should i care that my president is having sex with his secretary like on a personal level like do you boo but it's not about you on a personal level anymore. It's not about like the minute you step into that authority type of absolute power, the rules now are the rules because you chose to step into that side of the equation. You represent something bigger than you. So that expectation on you is so much more prolific than it would be on anyone else. And that is why they have the rules. That's why they have the laws. That's why they have to be adhered to on a much stricter scale because of that absolute power that she wants without having to give anything for. Ray Ray is as despicable in this moment, more so in my eyes, because she forced that blade to cut her while damon kept Kristen from protecting his queen i love those words what about duty what about sacrifice you think i want to be laying on my back having your daddy's kids <laughs> you think that's what i set up for myself i have given you everything i could give to you as a person as an understanding person and all you ever do is look at me in favor and it's just it's it's sad it's small it's spiteful but i do feel like that's been ray ray for a while now and no one seems to be able to acknowledge that as part of her flaws but i see it crystal clearly Eamon ends all of this drama saying don't worry mother the eye was worth what we achieved and Otto later agrees going to see his daughter who admits she fucked up have we talked about Allison's religion and her closeness to religion 
it reminds me of a lot of women in royalty that their solace is their religion we noticed a few episodes ago whereas that's why he got a flask because he was an alcoholic he was doing this so she's slowly trying to use those influences to be to make a better person that's not self-righteousness that is an effort and not again i'm not agreeing with all the things that religion says and if anyone knows me i am so anti-religious but when you're doing something in the effort of being better i can't (laughs) if it's coming from a religious place or just yourself i don't care if it's for the greater of good then that's not being self-righteous i disagreed with that thought when she says well now everyone sees you for who you really are in my mind i'm thinking she's losing her mind because she sees you for who you really are and you keep trying to pretend that you're not that person you're trying to make it seem like it's all in my head i'm the problem gaslighting and i did watch that scene 14 times she forced that girl to the way she grabbed her arm she i mean she made she pretty much just ooh, it, that was that part was really hard for me personally to watch because in a lot of ways she wasn't wrong how is it that you can and you you and my husband are in cahoots to deceive us all and i'm wrong and i'm the the bitch because i simply uphold you to a higher standard but back to the religious part of it all she does uh she is part of the high septon or at least she is supportive of that that is uh her the religion in her kingdom she is a servant whereas queen or as princess ray ray serves no master besides herself and in this moment she really does feel guilty i comported myself in a manner that is not who i am i lost my temper i should never have done that even if renera pushed me to that place she still believes in her soul because of what her religious solace has taught her that okay if i do all of the right things in this life I will get happiness in another life christianity that's why so many peasants suffered from royalty for so long is me they they were they were convinced of this idea that if they suffered in the real when it comes to the next life and they did their right thing that they would be rewarded for that and i think that's what she's looking for her rewards in the next life by doing pr- proud in this life or being doing her best in this life right um whatever your feelings about that it's not coming from a malicious place as stated prior a lot of women particularly when you lose 14 15 fucking children or you have eight children and only two survive to adulthood you need to find something that stops you from going insane and that is religion it's one of the only things open to women you think that allison doesn't want to go out and get her fucking pussy licked by someone else of course she does but i'm married to the king it's forbidden and there comes with consequences if i were to do that i'm earning my respect on and influence on my back and by being a submissive 
yet respectful queen yeah you get to earn all that same amount of respect by doing everything the opposite and worse then you have her father who's like yeah i'm proud of you for having the tenacity to fight for your children the way you used to fight for renera now you see her for who she really is and even when she's with her father her greatest ally in this moment she still has a conscience enough to say i still was in the wrong that's not an excuse i lost my head i conducted myself in a manner that i'm not proud of i'm ashamed of it really not only that i i'm now lost the only bit of little bit of power i already had which wasn't even that much i don't think ray ray ever had a conscience as far as it comes to anything outside of what is about her <laughs> ray ray was shoving her tongue down her uncle's throat as she very casually took out a man's life that didn't want to die that day pray for me her actions don't cross her mind as even needing to be examined <laughs> and worse for allison here's her father saying it's an ugly game that we play and now you see there is no justice there is no reward coming particularly in this life when it comes to that girl and her father so get comfortable down in the mud because if you roll with me trust me we're gonna get Aegon on the throne which is what he wanted the entire time but i don't ever felt that's what allison was pushing for she had her best moment when viserys was standing by that fire she also had another moment when viserys was standing by that fireplace to put Aegon in Rhaenyra's place and she chose not to she chose her friend and her conscious conscience over being politically savvy being politically manipulative and she is nothing but suffering for that when i examined from Renera's standpoint her perspective i gave her a lot of leadway for how like when she was acting out at 14 i got it i i totally can see the world through her lens and see that she's acting accordingly but since that moment i cannot for the life of me and please point out if i'm just missing it but other than being disappointed in your life choices and not being your friend anymore and your cheerleader what has allison done to renera to make her play such an ugly game with her like she undermines her all the time there's no reason for it you're favored you're just you're so afraid of what she might do despite everything that is proven <laughs> like i can understand if, you, if, she, if she actually got into your father's ear but it doesn't seem like that's something that's ever going there's nothing that's going to split you two up so that irrational fear so to speak feels more like an excuse to continue to be a bitch i don't like you you married my father i could possibly see all the reasons why you did it because you were a pawn in yourself in this game that i know that we as women are pawns on but despite that i don't like it i don't care for it and i'm never forgiving you for it 
that is not a reason to make someone else's life fucking miserable i mean i understand the 10-year thing but you did that you fucked up that friendship you fucked it up so i'm really searching for why is it that everyone is so keen to be like well renera is the one that has the most or is the one that people most want to root for when i see nothing nothing other than she's a decent mother and now i went from good to decent because you should have put them kids to damn bed and not chase your uncle around you can find him in the damn castle there's a whole ass night but it's that impulsive that selfish that entitled that arrogant nature of her that i continue to not see as something i personally think should be on the iron throne because it's not about the one thing she keeps forgetting about which is the people (laughs) until i get that i I cannot even though i don't support allison i cannot not see it as her being the more aggrieved party in this than renera ever was it's interesting that just as lenor is deciding to step up the next morning she has nothing but flowery words of how good of a person he is how she doesn't want him to change she had already made the decision that he no longer needed to be part of the equation because she got what she wanted and this whole thing that happens and unfolds his fake death not a celebration for me it's cowardice in so many ways a few times is not enough figure it out this is the fate of the seven kingdoms we're talking about and mary and damon you just being stupid as fuck thinking that's gonna help it's gonna help you because you're like well if i can't actually do anything to help my cause i'm gonna go find a big bad bear or uh basically a rock riler to sleep in my bed and scare everyone away she just keeps making dumbass decisions and i can't i cannot excuse it but she isn't the only one shoring up their defenses laris is like you want an eye i'll get you an eye allison is appalled but needs to hide it like i'm surrounded by nothing but toxicity even if she wants to do good everyone around her including her father is pulling her in a direction that says this is not how it's done but she says your devotion is not has not gone unnoticed and i will need somebody and when i do i will give you that call back to Lenor's fake death do any of them consider the lives they so casually toss aside as i stated they killed that one man he wanted to live his life he wanted to live it to the fullest you didn't know if he had a family a wife kids did you pay for them or give them something to for to compensate for their loss no you don't give a fuck about that she mentions fire being a prison and damon has found some solace in the ways of valerians however she wants fire and blood very much like renera and so she decides that her husband can fake his death and he can now be her husband because she proposes marriage and he's like ain't lenor still breathing well i got a thought for that i've already given him a pep talk about how he can basically fuck off like you're a really good person but you can't say anything kind about him outside of his presence i don't like that they took away that friendship it doesn't seem like a friendship it seems as if 
I mean, they both were not great. I mean, Lenore wasn't great either. Like I said, you can be gay and still do your fucking duty. You can be gay and still be a man. I don't understand how you thought it was a good idea to abandon your children and go off and play pirate in the stepstones with your lover. I'm not judging. I'm judging a little. I'm not going to lie. Did you think about your mother? about your father about driftmark you just want to run away and let me tell you something running away is not an act of like there's so many people that run the fuck away from the things they can't handle and there are people that are given so much more terribleness in their life and step up i am not clapping my hands maybe because i know why everyone's happy because it happened different in the books and that means i can keep celebrating Renera's and, and, and. Ooh, we about to get to that section because oh i got so many things to say but but in all in all reality you're a fucking loser <laughs> There is nothing like the pain of a child losing their parent. And you can't even be bothered to go and comfort your fucking nieces. Get out of here with that. Because you want to have your life. And the thing of it is, once again, Ray Ray could have had this opportunity to say, okay, all right, let's, let's reset the button. Now that I've gotten my way, let's try to calm the Walters down. Walters. <laughs> Waters down. But alas, nope. She goes, don't think I murdered him, but I'll just use it in my favor and they'll think to fear me. Dumbass motherfucker. Oh, cause things can't come back to you once you're on the Iron Throne that can get you dethroned? She is so oblivious. <laughs> she has no concept of what exactly she's doing. She just wants the power. She doesn't have any clue what, <laughs> what responsibility comes with that power thing i'll make the statement i will not be a tyrant and rule through terror <laughs> sis you can't even be bothered to care about taxing your people in lieu of war and you gonna make this statement then you gonna literally contradict yourself in the next second because uncle says a tyrant rules only through terror okay that is who you saddled yourself with because that's what you choose to be you want to silence someone by making them believe you are a murderer <laughs> Yeah, so I gave the bird to just about every adult in this episode, with the exception of maybe Corliss. He's stuck between a rock and a hard place. But I, I understand his rock far better. Rainus, because she's powerless to stop these machinations around her. And that's about it. Everyone else got the bird. The kids, they're the kids. You know? They are a product of their environment and they will grow up products of their environment. So that's the episode. I've said all I needed to say. I think that I've made it very clear where this week we are at. I think that Allison is losing her mind and is very much on the road to some form of madness. And with Renera deciding that fear is the new strategy with her already PTSD worries about her own children that have now been maimed for life. 
probably just gonna exasperate the situation so the good bad and the ugly and now not a whole lot of good other than i think she really is trying to be the best mama bear she can be <laughs> but the bad is she's not good at it the ugly is she's continuing to devolve further and further into to mania Renera, the good the bad and the ugly no good for her this week the bad is she will put her children aside when it comes to damon equally bad is her continued manipulation of her father and forcing his hand when it comes to her own errors and judgment the ugly is her very insidious manipulation of allison's mental health and that is rather distasteful in lieu of what came before it i don't think it's i don't think it's um justified in any manner even if it is just to protect your children if you want to say that's the reason there are better ways to protecting your children than going after one person the truly ugly is you are what one would call an entitled rich bitch that walks around in a bubble and clearly thinks that the world revolves around them damon the good bad and the ugly good he did at least make some attempt to demure from coming back into this uh this rat's nest the bad is he didn't try that hard the ugly he actually wasn't too ugly this week i didn't i didn't find any ugly with him viserys the good he continues to protect his daughter the bad he does it at the at the mental health and well-being an insult of his wife his counselors the realm <laughs> the ugly is he's continuing to exasperate this uh civil war because he refused because he's inept he's inept he just he refuses to deal with the situation as it needs to be dealt and the fact that he can even legitimize those kids but like i said he's not even trying it because he's he honestly is like this is a mistake i know it's a mistake i just want you guys to look over it and then i think the only real true prominent person in this episode to possibly make even a good bad and the ugly judgment on is Corliss. the good is that he at least listened to his wife didn't slap her he just walked away <laughs> i know that's not a lot to give someone credit for but this is the middle ages or women weren't even allowed to have opinions uh, the bad is he's just as he's just as a product of the environment as anyone else he still can't evolve past uh the patriarchy not too not not ugly this week no ugly on him either let's get into the complaints the darkness last two episodes very very dark this one practically black now there are some people in the world for some reason that think that other people should just change their settings because yeah i didn't have a problem with it congratulations go fuck yourself 
everyone else, most people found the episodes to be very dark. This is a product of the director that tends to film things very dark. Everyone's not losing their mind. It's a subjective. Maybe you didn't think it was quite as it's dark, but what you definitely don't do is tell people that maybe something's wrong with your TV monitors. Come out of your ass for five seconds. Like the time it took you to type that sentence out, think past yourself. Every country doesn't have the same TVs. Every country is not even given the same benefit of a television. Some people might have to watch things on the internet. That is a valid complaint, whether you agree with it or not. Stop telling people what they need to do. I was very rude to that person too, because once I started getting my my Machiavellian out, that's why I said, no, don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) Because I have also been truly i think it's just this time of year wanting to let shira out a lot more and the thing of it is if i go in i'm gonna go in and i don't like i will feel bad afterwards that's how much i will go in because i'm gonna see i'm gonna say all those things that you don't even think i know about you and based on what you said because i can see it all i can see it blatantly and you won't be able to do anything and i can make a lot no i'm not gonna do that because i'm not gonna be that person i refuse to allow anyone to bring me down to that level where i am actively going around and just messing with all of your self-constructed identity which is based on some pretty delusional thought processes but maybe you're young and you just haven't grown up yet and if you are grown and you still ain't that intelligent well maybe one day you will be but probably not but the darkness is a real complaint that i have and i need them to do better (laughs) and it wasn't just his episodes i had the same problem in was it king of the narrow sea and that was a different director so yeah this director is known for it and we all know that because he even did it in game of thrones but it is something that has been consistently brought up by more than two or three people to think that maybe yes it is the actual problem second issue everyone that has commentary on this show thus far that i've seen with the exception of bald moves podcast i can't listen to any of them if you're willing to sell your integrity for downloads i do this for fun so if it's your business who am i to say i'm not gonna i'm not going to uh i can't say i'm not judging you because i am kinda but i i get it but it also is just awesome it just hmm, i don't know because there's a lot of renera damon love out there but it's that blind kind of they don't have any faults they're on a pedestal they don't do anything wrong (laughs) everyone else is the enemy (laughs) there's two reasons for it the first being that the actor matt smith came with the incredibly large fandom most of them young girls which is why they liked millie so much because they can vicariously imagine their sex lives with matt smith on screen that's fair we're human i've been there but i don't allow it to cloud my judgment 
but unfortunately there are those out there doing that and then the same the thing with Renera and the same thing with Lenor. people are basing their viewing of this show on the sexuality of the characters on screen and off screen and from what I'm seeing they're incredibly vicious it's one thing and I I, I don't want to repeat myself we know how I feel about the shipping shit these people though feel the need to bring all of their their uh, baggage whatever the case may be because the whole idea of are you team this team that that's part of my issue with humanity on a, on a just on a personal level because most people can only view themselves in one space like the lizard brain is so prominent in culture that we do have these debates play out on a bigger platform on a more important platform than a television show using these same basic ass (laughs) concepts that are in a sense not even wholly correct because no one no one should be one side or the other side especially if both sides really aren't morally better than the other why i don't say democrat or republican because there's democrats to do shit there's republicans to do shit you're only siding with someone that you feel aligns more with you than you are actually giving any consideration to what they're saying what they're doing how they're doing it and thus it's very bothersome to try to even listen to podcasts regarding the recap or get some insight because I'm not hearing insight I'm hearing a lot of teenage high school bullshit (laughs) and it does take a lot away from the complexities of the storyline and it would be a little less irritating if they weren't so predominantly vocal but like sloppily so like they're tossing themselves in your timeline in your stuff to get their like they don't want another voice to rise they're drowning out everyone's voice even if you ain't even talking about them they're they're there so i've actually cut off my my inbox to accept any requests for messages because it's not it's not a they don't want to have a conversation and it's the same with the well i see it less with the allison fans there are some i'm sure but i don't see it as often as i do with those two fans and they're propping them up as this love story it's gonna be hilarious in three seasons to see how they jump in logic like the leaps in logic they're gonna try to put out there but it leaves a sour taste in my mouth and the the propaganda out there that continues this type of clearly biased and it's okay to be biased I I know that's a natural thing but maybe because it is people with podcasts and and that are supposed to be giving more of a fair (laughs) assessment of tv shows even with your bias that I expect more but I'm disappointed that's my critique is that I'm disappointed at the level of visceral pettiness coming out and it is is very much stemmed in emma de arcy being someone that that community wants to 
prop up. This is happening in the in the oh I'm blanking Black Cells fandom as well, right? I know what it's like to be in the minority. You ain't talking to anybody who don't got it, they ain't had it, barely got it right now, and it's still problematic. However, there is this sense of oh man, there was a good statement. Oh, what was it? Um about even when you're right you don't have to be so pretentious with it there is certain there's a pretentiousness around the idea that we have a they so they are now the show they are now it and anything that says contrary well now you're the problem and there's too many people with voices and college degrees that are living into this reality that that really leaves a sour taste in my mouth so ultimately thank you bald move and i even sent them a tweet for at least trying to view the show through some type of uh intelligent mind frame and not based on this huge partiality that is pretty much taking over in most places the dialogue here and there's so much more dialogue to be had past the dispensation dispensation of the the two people gaggingly propped up as protagonists and most annoyingly being pushed in my face like that is the story in which i'm meant to swallow I don't even know if that made sense or if you got my point across clearly but I know I go into television shows with black actresses and I do my best even within my own bias to truly give the story its due even when it's just fantasy and it may be more fun to not do that so those are my main complaints i know the other really isn't the show's fault i mean people are going to be people but it's something that i've noticed and has taken away my joy only because (laughs) i had that one moment of thinking well maybe it'll be different it's not now we, we know better we do have feedback. Perinthia joins the party with feedback for episodes seven and eight. So let's hear what she has to say about seven, and then we'll jump to Mimi for episode eight, and then we will finish off with Parthenia's most recent feedback on this most recent episode. So let's hop into it. <laughs> Hey everyone, it's Parthenia, and I'm here to talk about, of course, House of Dragon, Episode 6, Princess and the Queen. I don't know, I want to say the Princess and the P, but you know, <laughs> the Princess and the Queen. Um, it's a good episode. Of course, it wasn't all that the last episode was, but I'm not even going to get into that. That's that's the history. Um, but yeah, so this was deep. This was good. Like, Renera 
Is that her name? Yeah, Renera having her baby. Yeah, Renera having these babies as a duty, I get. Cause like, I remember she didn't want babies. And then, you know, she, she commented on it before, like that was something like, I, nah, I'm above that, that's beneath me. I'm not about to just be out here having babies with anybody. But now that she's in the position she's in, she's having her babies. Um, and you can tell she's probably a good mother, loves her kids, or probably say the difference between her and the queen is that the queen was forced to sleep with somebody she really didn't want to sleep with and she had these babies and she was young so I'm sure there was a difference there um, they became two different types of mothers Renera is having babies with somebody that she loves clearly so that that makes a difference when you're having kids I'm sure um, but the queen oof, wanting to see these babies as soon as they pop out the punani come on the power play is ridiculous it's unnecessary like you're still so salty as ever you just want to see the baby see what color hair this baby has like come on you already know the baby has black hair must we still play this game and then Renera, as true true to her character she's like you're just never gonna get the best of me I'm gonna bring you my baby because I'm gonna show you how strong I am like my willpower is stronger than your pettiness I couldn't have I don't know I've never pushed a baby out um, both of mine were surgically removed so I cannot speak to how it feels down there to walk around or whatever as soon as you have one but I imagine that the body is not meant to be walking around 30 seconds after you pop out the afterbirth it's just it's probably not but you know women are strong and we do those things and especially when you have a fire up under you that makes you feel like you have something to prove or you're fighting against somebody like these two are fighting against each other it's just ugh. and you know i get the whole the the the, um, the relationship between lenore and renera and what they had to do for the sake of their duties and whatnot but um Shouldn't part of his duty be getting Renera knocked up? Like, I understand you gonna sleep with who you wanna sleep with. She's gonna sleep with who she wants to sleep with. But like, y'all can't be like, all right, we gotta get, get one of these white-haired children out the way. It makes absolutely no sense. Gay people been having sex and having babies forever. So why haven't the two of them had a baby is beyond me. Like, this is a problem y'all could have avoided. Like, okay make every other baby yours or what you know like yeah i don't know i need somebody to explain to me because this seems really obvious and really dumb like, why don't they have a baby together this is pretty stupid and he's all it's a boy it's a boy like okay we know you're raising these kids as your own but also we know this is not yours so stop the stop the foolishness stop you should have put a baby up in i don't understand why you have not gave her a little mixed baby by now with some white hair to keep the kingdom going like y'all just creating a problem for yourself that should have been duty number one like wedding night boom let me knock you up real quick and we could go on about our business we don't even have to have more than one just let's get them one that's what they want let's keep it moving but y'all know sir Kristen, shady ass cold and the queen got it out for y'all and y'all like y'all giving them the fuel for the fire by not having a baby to oh, i'm sorry this whole part just pisses me off and I can't get over it. 
Call me Kristen Cole, because I'm petty, and I'm holding a grudge against the fact that these two haven't had a baby. And that's just how I feel about that. <laughs> it's dumb. It makes absolutely no sense. But okay, whatever. The king, the king is like, going through, his character is so steady. He's like a walking, talking zombie at this point. Death is upon this man. And he's like, I don't have time for no drama. I'm just living my life. I'm playing, I'm playing with my Legos. Y'all gonna leave me in peace is what y'all gonna do. Uh, if this is not my daughter's baby, uh, my, my, my daughter's husband's babies, I don't care. They gonna be his. That's what we gonna do. We gonna play house and they're gonna be his babies. And that's that, that's the end of that. Queen, leave me alone. Let me pretend. Let me tell you a story about a horse that had a baby with somebody else and then didn't look like the horse she should have had the baby. Like, he is hilarious. And I get him. I'm just like, what do you want him to do? He's the king. You know the consequences for him admitting that his daughter is having babies with someone else. I mean, she'll probably get killed or she'll have to be exiled or something crazy like that. She definitely have to give up her, her, uh, her right as heir, which of course is what she wants. But what do you want me to do? It's my child. It's my daughter. I'm not going to dismiss her. These are her babies, and that's that, and I'm the king, and I said that's that. Here's the problem. You're the king, and nobody cares, because if a king tells his queen, don't say this shit to me no more. That's the end of it. Don't talk about it to nobody. Don't say it nobody to nobody else. I said that's it. Woman, bring it up again. Bring it up again. I, I swear to God, bring it up again, and I might have them dragons, Jakaris, the hell out of you. But they don't respect him. They have no respect for this. I wish the king had real friends. I wish he had more friends. Speaking of his one real friend, you know, it's a whole lot of rest in pieces to hand out this episode. So, I, what was the dude's name? Somebody tell me the dude's name. I can't think of the dude's name. But I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get to his real friend. Let me, let me get back to the blood trail that was left from when she took the baby to see the queen. <whistles> Powerful scene. That blood trail leading from, like when he turned around and saw the blood and that led straight to Sir Kristen. I was like, yeah, buddy. It's about to be a problem. We're about to have some other shit pop off soon. Like, <sighs> I just felt for her walking around there having to show her baby to this lady. I just, I know I'm all over the place. I'm sorry. Okay, so they named the baby Joffrey. I hate the name Joffrey because I hate the character Joffrey in Game of Thrones. And I have to remember that this is House of Dragons, so I'm going to move on from that. But I'm going to tell you one thing. I hated Joffrey. Now I already know. I'm going to hate Prince uh, Aegon. He clearly has issues. He out here starting shit, lying, already standing out his window trying to jack off on the people. Like... He disgusts me already. He, he looks funny. He looks arrogant. I don't like him. That's all I got to say about him. Um, I think that the queen, there's something going on between the queen and her daughter. I think maybe she doesn't really like her as much as she likes her sons. Perhaps there's something different. I think there's something different about the daughter. and They're not flat out saying it yet. But she seems to be different like she's playing with bugs and she's more interested in bugs but she also seems it seems to be more than that um when the son came in talking about a dragon she was kind of off to herself like oh he'll have to lose an eye and i think she was being prophetic about it like 
bro, you're gonna have to lose the eye before you get a dragon. That's what's gonna happen. But, um, yeah, I can't wait to see more on that character. That'll be interesting to see, because uh, I think she's got some shit with her. And for whatever reason, I think the mom's not with it. The queen doesn't like her daughter. That's how I feel. Um, but yeah, she seems to have like a prophetic thing about her. Um, moving on from her, because there's nothing more to be said about her. I love the relationship between Damon and Lady Lena. And I wish we had more than one episode of it. Damon seemed to be a good guy, a good husband with her. I think they were a great match. Um, unfortunately, he seemed to like one kid more than the other. And that was mentioned, like the little girl was like, well, dad doesn't even talk to me, so F him. But I don't know how that's going to develop. But um, I would just flat out say, girl, I had tears in my eyes. Oh, her death scene, it did something to me. I just had to, I just loved their whole little black, beautiful family. And then y'all just took her from me. You just gave it to me, and then you took her from me. And it was such a tragic, not tragic, but like, she said she wanted the death of a dragon rider and she was like what y'all not about to do is cut me open and try to take out my baby and leave me for dead on the bed we know how that plays out that's what y'all not about to do and so you know what i'm gonna do it myself i told you i didn't want to be here i told you i want to live how i'm supposed to be living i'm gonna take myself out and her crying to that dragon like that cgi image dragon they did a great job because even the dragon was like <laughs> Mama, no, don't make me do this. Don't make me do it. And I was just like, no. I thought somehow something magical was going to happen and it was going to make the baby come out. I don't know. I've seen too much of sci-fi, too many sci-fi shows that had too much hope. <laughs> and I felt so bad. I was so, like, just into that scene. It was just, it was heart-wrenching. And I was like, oh, my God, what about the rest of her children? Damon can't raise these kids. They gonna have to go live with the grandparents because Damon, he's about to be on his shit again. His wife is dead. He ain't got no sons. She keep giving him girls. Oh, he's about to be on his shit again. He's just like, you know what? I try to be good. I try, but clearly it's not in the cards and my wife is gone. So, oh, he about to act up. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. But he's about to be on his shit again, and I'm ready for it. I'm here for it, and that's I'm, I'm here for it. That's all I can say. But now let's get to that. No, I'm going on and on and on. But it was just so much that really did happen in this episode. Um, I can't think. Let's see, Sir Harwin, I believe that's the baby, the baby daddy. May he rest in peace. He, you know, he kind of brought the shit on himself. He should have known something was going to pop off. He, he thought he was untouchable, I guess. But Mary saw Harwin rest in peace. And may he haunt Sir Kriston for the rest of his days. That's, that's all I wish. Um, that, I can't think of the other guy's name. Uh, Solaris? Is that Larris? I, Solaris' brother? I hope he dies a horrible, shitty painful death in this show and something tells me it's not going to be for a long time because the shittiest characters I feel like last long in these shows but you killed your father and your brother like because you were crippled come on man like 
Well, he's playing the Game of Thrones, and this is how it's played. But you killed your father and your brother for the come up. Like, that's deep, like. And then, you know, in the end, he was giving Allison what she wanted. Or at least what Allison acted like she wanted. And now Allison trying to play all goody two shoes. Like, oh my god, I can't believe you did this. I can't believe this is not what I asked for. I mean, it is. Thank you. But really, this is not what I asked for. I'm the queen. You can't be doing this. And so that goes with, with, with all of that. Her honor and decency uh, monologues. They gotta go out the window. Because there's nothing honorable about your boy killing these people for the come up for your father could come back to try to be the hand, which I think is what's happening, is they're making room for her father to come back because the king has only had two hands, two friends in life, so of course it makes sense for her father to come back. But like, okay, your honor's gone now. So I don't want to hear you say shit else about your honor and about decency and about any of that. And I hope the next episode, I hope somebody who deserves to get killed gets stabbed in a horrible way. Like, I just, I want to see shit pop off. You know? I'm ready for shit to pop off. Y'all done had enough episodes with backstories and explaining lineages and everything else. It's time to get to the Game of Thrones type. Like, alright, let's get with it. That's, I'm ready. Let's get, you know, Allison, I hope Allison gets stabbed. That's how I feel. I need somebody to slap shit out of her. I want the king to slap her. I'm not here for domestic violence. But, hey, she need, somebody needs to slap her. That's all I ask. Put it in the script. Slap the shit out of her. <laughs> all right, whatever. I'm out. I'm clearly probably way beyond time. But anyway, until next episode, hold it down. Thank you, Parthenia, for your feedback on episode six, not eight. I jumped ahead. I jumped ahead. I love that you were like, I'm ready for people to die. (laughs) So a couple of comments. I really like what you said about how Renera and Allison are two different mothers. You really hit the nail on the coffin there. Uh, even Renera brings that up this episode where there was no joy in it. I could go on and spiel about the the Christian faith and how they changed what is uh, sex between men and women. But I think that is exactly what it is with Allison. She was a child herself. I think that's something that's often overlooked. And she was forced into a situation that she felt she had to bear versus someone else who who continues to be to have sex and 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 grant that's the only sex she's gonna have in her life until that man dies which doesn't seem to be soon enough that's all she's gonna get in life is that that experience uh so to see your you know your friend that you tried so hard to not get that experience just spit in your face and decide they wanted to do it and not only with their only with their uncle but uh (laughs) so yeah i think that's a really good point another uh thing about the child being brought to her I will say, because it wasn't in the show, we don't know if Allison actually wanted her brought from the moment it was out of her pussy. I know that's a very uh, derogatory or, I don't know, base term for it, but it's what it is. It's It's a vagina. Saying it like that even is worse. 
but there's nothing to indicate she said the queen would like to see the child she didn't say oh like you need to walk your ass up here and bleed to death bringing this child nah that's not part of her and i i put that because and it's not to say that people who have a certain moral code or faith code that they're trying to adhere to can't be shady as hell but i personally haven't seen that side of allison i think that she can definitely be pushed to a place she's she can be callous she can be snarky she definitely has a distasteful uh viewpoint of renera but from mother to mother i don't think for five minutes she's like snatch that child out as soon as it was born and bring it to me now i bet you she sent her servant that says i would like to see the child and then she walked in the room and she's like the queen would like to see the child and renee was like well she gonna see it right now so i feel like she kind of put that shit on herself i agree totally with you i just went on a whole spiel about it so i won't continue on about lenor and renee's failure as far as i'm concerned to conceive a child that would be legitimate because that's also something they definitely say in nobility like okay but know that the first one at least needs to be legitimate the first one at the very fucking least like the i don't care how you feel about the rules we all hate the rules i don't like putting on my seat belt but i put on my fucking seat belt because that's the rules that's the law that's what it's supposed to happen you should have done better and avoided all of this shit if you would have at least popped out one but no you didn't want to try you didn't care and you let your husband walk off and you was content to go to Sir Heroin. That's all it is. You're just like, I don't like this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to try anymore. After a couple of times, you ever heard of the uh, King Louis the 14th? Maybe that's not the right one. The one that had his head, uh, Mary Antoinette, right? They got together when they were 14, 15 years old. For years, they never had children. Never had children uh they made attempts they kept trying it didn't happen it didn't occur however however and this is the thing with royalty you can't fuck around with this shit he he got he went to his doctors <laughs> like they tried all types of shit again i know the royal stories where there's been men that couldn't get it up they will find a way to make a legitimate heir like that is important it's not just a thing you can just casually toss the fuck aside it needs to happen turned out that he clearly well sex was painful for him so then the doctors ended up removing the flap of skin and then he was able to fuck his wife and have children so i'm not dealing with all these excuses about why they did not have children they failed in their duty and they were they they said that they were going to do that and then have fun you said fuck the duty and then you had fun um when have we ever seen ray ray attend her father for someone she loves so much we never we always see allison taking care of this man and we never see her doing anything (laughs) Aegon, did you know that actor is david Tennant's son i didn't know that until afterwards uh yeah helena be doing premonition stuff but i'm staying away from it you said it in this episode she said something about the eye and yeah aemon wanted a dragon and he lost an eye to get it so i would pay attention to what she's saying but i'm not gonna elaborate because i know what she's hinting to so it's mainly for y'all it's putting it back in your head um i'm not sure she hmm, 
I can't say one another. I read it as she doesn't know how to connect with her daughter. Like this person is, and I can't really blame the mother for that because I've been, I've seen and witnessed too many situations, especially when you have a child that is special over special needs. Uh, it can be very difficult to try to, to bridge a certain relationship with them. It felt like she was patiently trying to figure out her child, but her child's just in another galaxy <laughs> and she can't connect with her on any even closer level than that. I bet you she would have loved to have a daughter that she could be close with. Something tells me about Allison that that's something she would, would do. I don't know. I could just be giving her too much uh, credit. But one thing I will say I do slightly disagree on is that I still contend after watching that scene many times that she had no intention to send Laris off to kill her, to, to kill them. I don't think that at all. I think the fact that she continues to maintain her distance in this episode, I think at the end after she was told like, hey, you might need to have someone like this in your back pocket because clearly you're not the person that's going to do it. Uh and truthfully in that moment she was so much more angry at Renera than she was those children but that's the sadness of it all but I, I really honestly don't think that she had any she, she likes venting like just like she was venting to Kristen Cole that was her person to vent to and she had no idea he was that cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs we are going to go to episode seven feedback from Mimi and then we'll get back to you Parthenia as uh as stated earlier she does have feedback for episode seven so I can't wait to hear that Mimi what you got for me Christina it's Mimi this is my feedback for House of the Dragon episode seven of season one Woo, child like let me tell you this episode had me like on edge the entire time but I will say one good thing came out of it I I think that I I have hope for someone to root for and I I'm, I know there's gonna be another time jump so I'm probably gonna be uh, disillusioned and that's fine but for now I have hope that I can root for this um, for for team I don't know what we call them team cousins slash stepbrothers and sisters <laughs> so um damon and um princess ray ray's kids um i told Darren, i was like you know the one good thing about their union is that now um lena's daughters get to be siblings with their best cousins because that's the one thing i will say came from this because when she when she went and woke up is it uh jack Jack they were calling him Jack but I think that's a nickname I'm gonna call him Jack when they when it because he's uh gonna be he's like the next aimed heir, ne next named heir since he is the oldest son but she woke him up was it right it has to be Rayla is that how you say her name Lena's uh, daughter because she was like somebody stole my mom's dragon it's like why you wake him up and I was so peculiar and I was just curious but I guess they you know they do have like they they would be really close cousins because their mom and no their 
dad, supposed dad, and and mom were brother and sister, and then their their dad, the girl's dad is uncle to the boy's mom. So I was trying to like connect the familial connection earlier, and I was getting all fucking confused. So I don't know how you would say, but I do know they have a lot of lineage connections. <laughs> just by name we know the truth and you know and it looks like Clor Cornus he uh don't give a shit because I think he had one of the best lines I've heard so far when he says history doesn't care about blood they care about names so he was like I know those aren't technically my grand uh grandsons but they gonna be my grandsons I feel like this might be the first time in a in a show like this that <laughs> I you know they knew he was gay and, and no one really made a mockery of it. I don't know. I I know sexuality was labeled differently, and I don't know when it kind of changed. I'm sure it had something to do with Christianity, but I I can remember in Game of Thrones the way they treated um, the one brother of the girl that was gay but that was later on so I feel like maybe it's used when it's convenient but I definitely agree that um or not agree I definitely can say from what I'm seeing is that even though Laner was is gay it doesn't seem to be an issue and it does sound like she tried to have a real relationship with him but they're sex life was dry um and 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 that's that like i'm gonna talk about damon and uh princess ray ray um but i just i don't know i feel like i don't know that she ever loved um well his name was harold was it harold strong um i don't know but i i will say that they had uh, like a relationship that was at least friendly and loving like they cared about each other and he knew those were his kids but he he also and he cared about them as it seemed like a father would but he also knew his place maybe he knew like he, he it seems as though he knew that their relationship could never go anywhere further than it was and it was fine he was fine with that and it's not like her husband was fine with what was happening he knew those weren't his kids but he also knew that she tried and he couldn't <laughs> that's one of the things i was concerned about like you know when it comes to you guys doing your duty how are you gonna have children like it's not like artificial insemination was a thing back then <laughs> you had to have sex to have children so I just, I think it was interesting that we finally, got, well, I guess I finally got those answers. Um, but the way it was like at the, at the funeral, like every time I'm like, okay, this is a new episode. Let me give Damon another chance. And he does something that irks my asshole so much that I go back to just fucking, he, like despising him. Like, I don't, I don't. Like I know some people got a laugh to keep from crying, but that little chuckle he had at the Elena's funeral irked my asshole so bad. It's like I can't remember what 
the uncle said, but then he started laughing. It's like, bitch, you couldn't, like, at least pretend to hide the fact you laughing at this fucking funeral. Who gives a shit whatever you found funny? If it was funny, like, at least have the decency to hide. Like, you know how some people are laughing and they realize it's fucked up, they'll cover it up or they'll turn their face. He didn't even give a shit. Like, what a dick. Ugh, he gets on my nerve. And when she went to the beach with him, I was like, yo baby daddy ain't been dead 10 minutes and your cousin died giving birth to this man's child just like your mama did and you already jumping on her husband's fucking dick like you can't give it a little bit of time like i know time is different and they had to travel and all that stuff so i'm sure it was it didn't happen yesterday so let's just say it's been a couple weeks but seriously bitch really telling your kids to go to sleep bitch the sun's still out y'all go to bed like the motherfuckers ain't going to sleep what is wrong with you i was like she about to do some dirt making them kids go to sleep when the sun's still out you ain't fooling nobody princess ray ray but let me get to this whole like when i saw um i can't remember his name prince i can't i want to call him arlo but i know that's not his name and Argon, no, Aegon is the older one. So I don't know what the the younger boy's name is, but I want to call him Draco because he looks like <laughs> he looks like fucking Draco Malfoy. <laughs> it's not funny, but he—that's who he looks like to me, and it makes me think that fucking the Malfoys were Targaryens, which. It's fucking ridiculous, and I know I shouldn't be saying this, but I every time I see that little boy, I think about Draco. And that's what I want to call him, even though it's not his name. Um, but when I saw him looking at the dragon, I was like, oh shit. Alright. So he's that's how he's going to get his dragon. Okay. I thought that was going to be Lena's daughter's dragon. But, you know, the dragon, you got to you gotta, you gotta face your fears. Like, she... she shouldn't have snooze you snooze you lose and when she was like that was supposed to be my dragon and he was like you should have claimed it and i was like well he's not wrong you should have and darren was like maybe or i was like maybe she was gonna and darren was like she should have done it fast i'm like clearly she you snooze you lose and i wasn't mad at him for taking it like i was sad for her because i wanted that to be her dragon but he did get there first and the dra i feel like that dragon's rule is like bitch you really woke me up from my nap for this shit okay i'm not go i'm not gonna roast your ass but look so she drew took him up in the air and she did all these tricks it's like if you if your ass stay on then you could you could stay with me and he did he almost fell multiple times but his ass so he earned that dragon and i was thinking okay between the three of them like the i guess uh he Aegon is gonna marry his sister who is touched and I don't know if she's a witch and that's why she touched or she's just like she's clearly really into insects and that's fine but like she didn't even talk to anybody she's clearly like special and his brother called her an idiot and he's really mad he got to marry her and then the youngest one was like well you know you got to do your duty and I was thinking okay well maybe maybe I can root for these kids but then after he got on the dragon like i understand he was bullied but i still feel like they're all like y'all are cousins no 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 no. they're you're his you're their uncle cousin yeah so you're all related you're family 
Let's just put it like that. So you're all family. And yes, he was picking on you, but so is your fucking brother. Like, you can't be mad at one and not the other, even though later on when he told his dad, his brother is the one that told him about them being bastards, even though clearly it was his mama. I was like, okay, he don't like his brother either. Okay, so it seems fair. But the whole time I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. I know these motherfuckers not back here fighting. Like, and then the girl punched him and he punched her and he was just laying motherfuckers out. And then when old dude pulled, the little boy pulled out his knife, I was like, yeah, this shit's getting serious. And then he picked up a rock. I was like, this fight is going hard. And Darren was really out there defending. I was like, I know siblings and family, especially cousins and like even nephews who are around the same age because technically <laughs> Derek's one of Derek's best friends is technically his step uncle because he's my stepfather's son so I, I get it relationships familial relationships are weird but y'all shouldn't be fucking trying to kill each other with rocks and knives and when he cut his eye I was like oh my god this is fucking terrible and then it should just got worse and worse like after the whole fucking fight and then the king's guards getting mad it's like you know how did you let this happen like we've never had to f protect princes against prince <laughs> like that shit was unexpected and then on top of that um after that they didn't even ask the little girls anything it was like four against one and i will say he did hold his own they was beating his ass and he got a he got the upper hand um they was fucking him up <laughs> they all got that they all got laid out at some point and it was a really serious fucking fight and um then when like i think this was like the most king shit i've ever seen king bears do i don't know why i can't say his name right when i'm doing recording for feedback Barris, king Barris. King B. I'm just gonna call him B because I swear when I'm talking to somebody else, it always seems to come out. His name comes out right. But as soon as I get on this daggone app and I start recording, I don't know how to say that man's name. Doesn't matter. But I think this is the bosses I've ever seen him. He actually put his foot down. He sounded like he had some authority and he had some bass in his voice. He sounded like a king. Now, if you could just have have turned shit up this high all the time, maybe you wouldn't suck. I don't know but the way Allison <laughs> Allison was like going she just kept going over and over again and I you know I'm not even surprised that her dad felt like this was impressive but to me like I get where she's coming from because this whole time like okay I could see like if she would have been so livid about her son losing an eye because it's her son and she loved him and like how the fuck could you let this happen how could your son do this to my child like you're you're that's your brother and your son took his fucking eye and we're supposed to be family and this is fucking ridiculous and i'm angry i'm so mad about it that's fine but as soon as that hoe was like we gotta take his eye crit sir sir cole take his eye i i was like this bitch is crazy because this ain't got nothing to do with your son at this point. This is you. You mad as fuck. And I get it. I've been there where some, like, shit just don't touch the person. Like, no matter how much dirt they do, they just never get in trouble. That shit is infuriating. But I also, this is something I've had to teach myself. I refuse to let somebody else take me out of my character. You are never going to make me turn into somebody I'm not. 
I don't give a shit how much dirt don't stick to you. Karma is a bitch. And even if it takes your entire life, it's going to come back to you. And I strongly believe that. But the way Allison tried to take that little boy's eye, I was like, this hoe is crazy. And I think this is a moment when this bitch is crossed, crossed to the dark side. And the fact that she got her daddy's approval, probably for the first time in her whole ass life, this bitch ain't never going back to good. She didn't jump over the hurdle. Her and her um, decrepit ass sidekick about to turn all the way dark. It's it's a given. Lionel, yeah. It's it's about to be the witch and the crone. Like I'm telling you, this was it for her. And this was clearly the moment when uh, Princess Ray Ray realized that yeah, I can't rule how I want to rule with 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 Leonard. I need somebody else. And she always wanted her uncle. She always wanted to fuck him. She's always wanted to, the penis in her vagina. We all know that. The lust was there since they were at that fucking whorehouse. And she realized that, okay, I got that. But now I can use him. I can get him using the ambition that I know he has. His wife is dead. But now... I can help him be king and I think she used that to her own benefit and you know I, I can't say that I care about their relationship I think it's fucking gross and I think it's weird and the like knowing like knowing it happens and just like dealing with it like when I was watching Game of Thrones it was so easy to hurt hate Cersei she was just a fucking cunt nothing about her existence I liked so it you know rooting for anything for her was was gonna be a hell no but when you know with her and her brother like that shit was disgusting and they want like you were supposed to be disgusted with it so it didn't make sense to me why people would be rooting for this like knowing it's there and just okay I'm gonna have to deal with this that's fine but knowing that there's people out there who literally is shipping this who like has no like like their mind don't feel warped that they're rooting for an uncle to be banging his niece like what the fuck is wrong with y'all <laughs> y'all this should be weird to you like I I I know it exists and I understand I'm trying to think of it politically okay it makes sense but for me to ever be shipping these two, that's just a hell to the no. And it just, it boggles my mind, Christina, that there's people out there that actually ship them. I'm not going to sit here and judge it because I'm watching the show. I know it exists, but I'm not going to be like rooting for them. <laughs> I, I, like I said, right now, um, I thought I, I was rooting for like Draco Malfoy. I was like, okay, well maybe he'll turn out to be the good one. And clearly he's not. He's just as ambitious. And I think he wants to prove everybody wrong because he is a second son. He's probably going to be like Corliss is what I'm getting. Um, but I will say that I'm going to root for the relationship between Princess Ray Ray's kids and Lana's kids. Because they're siblings now. They can be besties. And they got each other's back. And I'm and I'm here for that. The way he went hard for his cousin, even though he was getting he punched the shit out of everybody, that was impressive. I, I, I fucks with you, Jack. And I is it Jake or Jack? 
think they called him Jack. I think it's like Jacklist or something like that. Um, I really hope we um, stop with the time jumps. I would like to start rooting for characters and keeping them. So I'm hoping after this time jump and they'll all be somewhat teenagers and old enough to come into power that it'll be the end of the time jumps and we'll stick with these same characters for some time because it's hard to like want to be like happy for someone and root for them and care about them if you keep switching the characters uh the actors i knew they were going to stay kids for long so i'm hoping this is the last one i want to get to a point in this show <laughs> where we stick with the same people um I don't mind time jumps every now and then, but it's like it's starting to get a little ridiculous. Um, I don't know anything about what's happening online with the actresses that are playing uh, Alicent and uh, Princess Ray Ray. I told you I'm no longer doing that. I stay offline, but um, I, I really this episode really fucked with my mind. Like it was just so much going on. Um, and I'm really excited about what's going to happen next. I think this season's only 10 episodes, so if you know that, Christina, let me know. But I've rattled on for long enough. It's already 19 minutes. I'm going to end it here. Sorry, I really, really had a lot to say. So until next time, love, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. Queen of the couch, Mimi out. Thank you, Queen. Mimi, with your thoughts on the episode. So for the most part, I agree with everything you said. Um, Harwin was a placeholder. I did love how you pretty much fucked up everybody's name. It was hilarious. <laughs> As you stated, you turn on the app and everyone's name is gone. But Harwin was his name. He was the placeholder for Damon. And he didn't mind. He loved them boys and he was affectionate to the mother. Yes, Ertz, my asshole is going to start trending. I'm so happy about it. I say it a lot. <laughs> You know, I was like, you about to give me hemorrhoids. I this mm -mm. that's what I was feeling most of this episode. I did. I felt like I was gonna sprout some hemorrhoids. Everybody was just making me ooh, so angry. But angry in a way of these people are on a realm that I would not touch with a 10-foot pole. If all y'all bitches was in sea and your boat was sinking, I would keep going unless the kids were there. I am very much Team Cousins along with you, Jace, uh, Luke, it's Luceris and Jaceris, so we just shorten it for Jace and Luke, you're correct, those are their uh, nicknames, and Bela and Reyna, that's the team, that's the team we're here for, how someone drag his nephews and he don't give a fuck, yes yes damon is a dick this is why i also don't get what the shippers be seeing i'm like y'all don't even see the disrespect he supposedly shows the woman he loves more than anything <laughs> he didn't be like damon let me approach you afterwards about those words you said he said he thought that shit was hilarious he genuinely did <laughs> he saw what he was doing and he was like game recognized i'm so with you go to bed what the sun is out you ain't even gonna put me in the bed i can't get a story you ain't gonna make sure i wash my pits you just told your seven-year-old and your four-year-old to make their way into their bed chamber so that you can go hop on a dick that is the most disgusting <laughs> display i've ever seen that is basically the equivalent of 
Mommy's about to go out. Oh, okay. Oh, I gotta sit here and take care of my brother? Yeah, mommy's gotta go live her life now. So she got some points taken away of the good mother. She might love those boys, but she just is shitty. Uh Draco Malfoy, that is hilarious. Even though I think he's more like Damon from everything we've seen thus far. But I also think maybe that's incorrect at the same time because I know that's not Damon's story but for some reason I see a, a, a correlation between the two true Allison lost her damn mind she did now I get what you're saying I truly do about yes as we grow up and we become adults we realize we cannot mm -mm, we're not supposed to act that way we can not want someone to take us there i say that all the time but then i i go back and think about how i fucking flipped out in the mcdonald's parking lot when this bitch was trying to literally like we were almost getting in a fight almost got in a fight so i also can say however hard you try you can still backtrack you can fail you can have that moment and that i think it was just too much for her that night it's too much it was way too much and she lost her damn mind <laughs> i took the dark triad test too it turns out that i'm a little in the middle when it comes to narcissism which i already like i was a high 2.7 and then i was like a 2.1 on malevolence but on psychopathy i was low but yeah i i think i probably had that that's why i choose not to engage because if i do get engaged it's not gonna you're gonna be like that's a whole who the hell is that that's why that's why they name her shira and even shira really ain't <laughs> even shira is kept in check to a certain extent but if i was ever to go ham yeah no i would probably lose my fucking mind and someone's going to the hospital like oh no i i i, I think my relation to that and my constant battle with that tells me that there are if you're someone especially if you're someone who tries their best and like you said the sacrifice and or like she said the sacrifice to do everything the right way to try to be better to try not to go there because she still could be technically other than saying uh those kids are illegitimate which why wouldn't you point that out i know i know you could let it go but why would you It's not like we've seen Allison jump up and be like, Aegon needs to be air. Aegon needs to be air. Aegon needs to be air. I want Aegon to be air. Viserys, let me tell you what you're going to do to Aegon. No, you created your own mess. You wouldn't have to be dealing with this if you hadn't done what you did. And I know what you're saying. Yes, they tried and it was dry, but so. <laughs> I'm so with Martini on this one. We're just like, and then what? <laughs> what you think you're the only person having dry ass sex in the universe a lot of people are swallowing this and moving the fuck on she chooses not to and that's why i cannot forgive her i can't forgive either one of them uh and yes i'm so with you on the shipping aspect it's supposed to be weird it's not so it's not even even shown in the light of romantic and that's all in your head like i didn't understand if you ship them and you're like man the show's really pushing me to ship them just the same thing with jamie and cersei nobody they was not framing that in any shipper like mentality he practically fucking raped her 
Y'all remember that scene? So when y'all be talking about all this shipping shit, when it's fundamentally not something that anyone should root for, y'all can go on somewhere with the butt hurt, okay? <laughs> We're all looking at you like you're fucking weird. And if you just want to say, yeah, I know it's weird, but I'm just in the show, that I have a lot more respect for than I don't know what you mean, because that's unfortunately the people out there is I don't, what do you mean? This is my OTP. Ew. Ew. And ew. That's all I got for your feedback. But I can't wait to hear what uh, you say next week. There is going to be one more time jump. Um, I know a lot of people are also mad about that. They're like, well, I don't like the switching of actresses. And I don't like the time jump. So here's the thing. If you go in blind and, and, and hey, it's up to you. Sometimes I watch trailers. Sometimes I don't watch trailers. But if you go in blind, you cannot blame the show for what you don't know. <laughs> if you want to go in, that's that. Hey, that's your right. No one's going to say anything about that. But you can't blame the show because you didn't know what it was about. The same thing with the time jumps. They were pretty blatant about that information being out there. And if you weren't blatant, everyone else was telling you. Uh, <laughs> so I get it on one hand if you're just you're unhappy with it but it's not like they were trying to like deceive you into this being what's going on this is a 174 year old story that is also something they've because after dance of the dragons they're probably going to go further than dance of the dragons dance of the dragons only lasts two years which is why they're probably not too keen to, we're not even getting there until nope season two you're not going to get what you want as far as all of the killing and mm -mm, that's all season two and once it pop, does pop off it's it's like they're still taking it back but after that that's like two years they have a lot more story to tell and a lot more targaryens to go through they're just focusing on the beginning of the end so that 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 is a you expectation versus what they set you up to expect and i think that that is um a personal valid complaint but not a complaint against the show but there is going to be one more time jump and then there'll be no more time jump so even if you said that even came out and said that yeah we told you it was going to be a two, multiple time jumps <laughs> and i know we all don't watch everything i know i do know that i get it but as stated <laughs> you can't blame them for what you choose not to go find and know uh, lastly, I think that's it actually. There's something else you mentioned, but I think I actually can't talk about it. Never mind. So, looking forward to your feedback next week. Parthenia, what you got for me, episode seven? Hey, Christina. Hey, everybody else. Um, this is Parthenia here with hopefully <laughs> my quick review or feedback on um, this episode seven drift mark um this was a good episode i liked it it was slow but it wasn't boring it was like i feel like it was the beginning of the end like it was like all right we got all this other stuff out the way now all the real shit is about to hit the fan let's get it popping let's set the scene for the things to come and i feel like this episode did that and i don't know what's to come because i have not read the books but this felt like 
that episode. Like, all right, here's where we are. Because so much happened in this episode. And it was so this episode felt really long because it just had so much in it. <clears throat> but at not one point was it disappointing or uh, boring. Like, they, the writers got it in on this one, in my opinion. Um, that funeral, man, I felt like I knew her. I was like, ah, oh, my girl, ah, she's dead. She gone. She gone. Why, Lord? She gone. It was just, it was so dramatic and it was good, but it was like, <laughs> it took Damon laughing for me to be like, you know what? There's <laughs> a lot of shit going on at this funeral. The preacher was throwing mad shade, or I think that was the uncle. I'm calling the preacher that. You talking about shady? Like, I've been to funerals where shade was thrown never like this this is some good shade like this pure born daughter has died and left behind her pure born valerian children with the white blonde hair anybody got anything to say about that no didn't think so next like ooh, ouch and then damon laughing it's like i felt like he was laughing out of part partly grief i'm sure Part of it was, I mean, Damon is Damon, and he's true to himself. And also, like, that shit was funny. Y'all not gonna lie? <laughs> this was funny. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I was with him, too. I was laughing, too. It was good to me. <laughs> the shade. Oh, okay, anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was the best part of the episode. <laughs> it's just too much. Like, the funeral, the repast. That's what we're gonna call it. The repast... It's, first of all, maybe it's just me and my religious upbringing, but I ain't never been to a repast with the alcohol, where the alcohol is available, and I would have loved to have been at this repast with the alcohol available. I saw more alcohol than food. I don't think I saw anybody eating. Most people go to the repast to eat. These folks were here to chit-chat, gossip, and drink, and I'm here for it. I was here for it. I mean... Renera walking around with her panties wet because her uncle there. Like, that was obvious to anyone who took a look at her. She sent her kids to bed at 5 o'clock. Matter of fact, they was all sending these kids to bed at 5 o'clock because they were all about to get into some shady shit. First of all, y'all, you know what? I'm going to get back to the kids in a second. Kids really pissed me off. Um, Renera talking to her son, like, go, go uh, comfort your, your cousins. They just lost their mom. Bitch, I just lost my dad. Can we talk about that? Oh, we can't talk about that. I gotta go over here and console them. Console me. I know this black man's not my dad. Console me. I'm, 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 I'm grieving too. Like, that was kind of deep though. And I, I feel like her son, and it could just be her way of parenting, but I feel like her son is a very mature character because he is handling this in stride. Like, last episode, he was just like, oh, is that my dad? This episode, he's like, I mean, I'm grieving. I lost my dad that I just found out was my dad last week. But okay, I'll go over here with my cousins. I'll do what you want me to do. I don't know how his character develops in the books, but I'd like to see how it develops in the show. Um, Damon and the King. King, what's his name? King Viserys? King? Like, like your hair? Let it go. Let it go. Damon don't want to have shit to do with you. He is done. 
it's a wrap just say hey brother how you doing all right sorry about your life and move on because there's really nothing else we all talk about at this point like just let it be um this weird little blonde-haired sister the king's daughter I've been having my eye on her. I try to listen to everything she says because she be knowing. She be knowing. She be knowing all the things. And they keep laughing at her. They keep thinking she's a joke. Yeah, she weird. She is weird. Y'all probably shouldn't have her out and about. But yet and still, y'all need to listen to what she's saying. Like, y'all sitting there talking about, yeah, I'd do my duty. I'd dick it down. If I was the king, if they betrothed her to me, I'd do what I gotta do. Y'all some weird-ass brothers. Let's get that out the way. Y'all some weird-ass brothers. But she's sitting there talking about y'all. She's sitting there talking about everything. Y'all think she's just over there playing with spiders and whatnot. Y'all need to pay attention. First of all, she shouldn't have been out and about. Again, I say that she should not be out and about. But since y'all let her out and about, somebody needs to be paying her some mind, paying her some attention. Because of her, I've been waiting for this boy to lose his eye the whole episode. <laughs> That's all I wanted to happen. Um, the the Lord of Dreadmore. I really need to know my black people's names, but I don't. It's just too much going on. Veneras, Veneras, Viseras, Rosiris, Jacaras. It's I can't I can't keep up with everybody's name. But the black guy, he is a very practical person because he knows the importance of things in the long run. Like he said, blood doesn't matter. The names matter. I don't care if these little white boys are gonna inherit my land. My name, my name is gonna be on it. Y'all saw what's love got to do with it. He said, nah, and 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 and, and, and anime bullock. That's nah. You, nah, nah, that that's my name. Turner is my name. My daddy gave me that name. Ike was mad. Tina Turner kept kept that name. Nah, you divorcing me? Give me my name back. Lord of Driftmark knew that. Like, look, the name has power. The name has power. And forget the blood. We know these kids not related to us. Like, let's let's get beyond that. But they got our name, they gonna carry the legacy, like let's focus on what we know, the practicality of things. The wife is just like, nah, nigga, nah. That's how she <laughs> I don't know if I'm with her or not on that one, but I mean I kinda feel her like them kids ain't no kin to me. Let's stop with the pretending. Speaking of the children, I said I was gonna get back to the children. All the children get on my nerves. Can I say that? All of the children in this episode, I'm sorry, even the little black babies, I love their beautiful selves, beautiful selves, and if they twins, I'm still working on how to process that. But all of these kids get on my nerves, and I think that's just in any show that I watch most of the time. The kids are the ones that get on my nerves. Um, especially the king's badass kids, because he's just a horrible father. Just don't know how to raise nobody. Like, and then the mother being the, the these are just some bad kids. You know they're bad. They have no kind of guidance, which is one thing that I think is good about the hand of the king being back, because he'll give them some guidance. It may not be necessarily right or wrong, you know, we're not gonna go there, but he's gonna put them in the direction they need to put, be put in the places they need to be put in like he's gonna check them like get your shit together like when the, the um i think it was aegon was drinking he was drunk his grandfather came over like shook him up like yo go to bed like come on come on we're trying to set you up to be the air you laying around drinking drunk like so i do think he'll be good in that aspect 
for the kids. But all of these people at this uh, repast, drinking with no food, with no bread to help settle their stomach. You mean every last one of y'all sent y'all kids to bed with no babysitter? No, nobody to watch these kids. Who, who did y'all bring to the funeral? Where's the nanny? None of y'all watching these kids. These kids are roaming free, getting into trouble, doing whatever the hell they damn well please. And what happens? The shady little, I don't know this white boy's name, but the shady little one, he go after his, um, go after this dragon. And I was just like, you know, I'm really torn about how I feel because you couldn't conquer the dragon in King's Landing. But you come to Driftmark and steal their mother's dragon. I was really pissed about that. Got like mixed emotions. Because like on one hand, much respect. He did what he had to do. He got the dragon to respect him. I don't know how he didn't fall off the dragon. That was quite unrealistic. But whatever. It's a dragon. That's unrealistic in itself. But he did it. He conquered the dragon. Bonded with it. He did it. Much respect. But also, you're a little piece of shit. To take that dragon from them on the same day as their mother's funeral. Like, no respect for your cousins at all. And quite frankly, you deserve to lose that eye. If that was the least that they could take from you, from the, the grandness of what you took from them, you deserve to lose that eye that your sister said you was gonna lose. Like, you deserve it. That's how I feel about it. You should've lost both eyes. I didn't like his character. He's gonna be trouble. Um, I just... Yeah, he pissed me off. So I was very, I was very mixed emotions about that whole thing. I mean, this whole time I was waiting for him to lose his eye anyway. So when it finally happened, I was like, "Wow!" But um, the fight scene with the kids—that was good. It was like a good fight scene because it was like this is how kids would look if they were fighting. It was realistic. But of course, Allison. She is always right and always dead wrong at the same time. Like, oh, they took my son's eye. Eye for an eye. I'm going to need his eye too. This is your blood. And he, the king is like, yeah, bitch. This is my son. He lost his eye. That's my blood. Also, also, this is my grandson. I'm not taking his eye out. They both my blood. Like, I don't, I don't get the way she thinks. Like, even if he isn't pure born as she, as she would call it that is legit his grandson no matter what direct lineage from his daughter so you want to carve out his eye too like the king has no respect the king said this is done it's over with first of all allison snap took that um that knife from him they should have sliced her arm off right then and there the king's stab just sucks it just sucks um, she's holding that knife up to Renera, and it was a very like foreboding kind of scene because they show the background of the fire in the back. Renera looks at the dagger. I had to watch this scene a couple times actually. Um, and then you can hear the growling of like a dragon in the background. And I was like, yeah, buddy. I didn't know what was gonna happen. I really thought there was gonna fight or something. But you could see where she kind of like. Alright, let's let let them see how you really are. They can all see you for what you are. Let's let them see. And she kind of was like holding the pressure back, and then you could see she let her go on purpose so that the dagger could cut her. 
so she kind of set her up. I don't know how that's going to play out, but yeah, this is, is a good setup on her behalf. Um, but again, let me uh, get back to how the king ain't shit. So you mean to tell me <clears throat> the king says what's done is done. I'm going to let this go. And Allison says, uh, boo-boo, Sir Kristen, give me this boy's eye. And Sir Kristen's no respect having cornball self says, sure, milady. I live to serve you. No, bitch. The king takes precedence. Are y'all not listening to this king? Nobody's a nobody in this room is going to listen to the king. Y'all just gonna have a fight straight up in front of the game. I was just like, I was flabbergasted. I was just flabbergasted. Like, okay, this, y'all wilding out. <clears throat> Everybody was been fired. Y'all all have been fired. Y'all just some disrespectful hoes. And I'm sick of it. And let me just go off and die somewhere. Because that's all the king needs to do. Just go off and die. Let these people fight. Because <clears throat> that's what they want to do. You're not setting anything in stone. Just move out the way. Go ahead and die because you're just making the situation worse. And I'm tired of the king. That's all I can say about it. <laughs> uh, Damon and Renera getting busy on the 10. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I saw that coming. It wasn't much to it to me. It was just like, finally, y'all get that sexual tension out the way because this was dragging on too long anyway. Um, I do hope that the marriage happens like another time jump we have plenty of time jumps in this series i hope the marriage was a time jump because you mean to tell me y'all gonna kill or fake kill laner and get married immediately immediately with the children right there like please tell me it was like six months at least there had to be a grieving period at least like it's protocol to this kind of stuff right i don't know but i hope so um and also, I hope she was in on the fake killing of Lenor because, I, think, I mean, that was her cousin, but I think she cared about him, and I don't think she would actually want him dead dead just to get her way. I wouldn't put it past her, but also, I don't think that's her style, and I feel for his parents. Like, can somebody please tell the Driftmarks that he's not really dead? He just want to go off and live his life. That's... I said, somebody tell them because Mama Driftmark is devastated. Like, it's, it's just too much for her. And I don't know how that's going to play out. If she going to take out her anger against Renera and Damon or what. Like, I just need somebody to tell the Driftmarks that your son is really not dead. He just, he just want to live his best life. And he thinks that's sticking down in another country. So, you know, whatever. But uh, overall, I really enjoyed this episode. It was good to me. It was good to me. Um, ready for the next one? You know, they give you the little snippets of next week on House of Dragons. <laughs> I, was, I was watching, trying to find the clues. Like, oh, what's next? It's getting juicy. <laughs> but um, hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. And I'm going to shut up now. All right. Bye. That's our final feedback from Parthenia. Maybe I'm gonna be cracking up, girl. <laughs> um, so, yeah, a lot of people, yeah, there was some confusion of why Damon was laughing at the funeral. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I was laughing too. The shade was funny as hell. He took, he took some dark pleasure in that. Um, maybe there was some grief in it, but he was just more like, 
<laughs> and because he makes little comments that make that that give more of an insight on Damon than the words coming out of his mouth sometimes like to the people he's ultimately trying to in a way ingratiate themselves to manipulate but yeah <laughs> Damon was throwing all types of the shade and he is he he associated himself with the valerians he even separates himself saying like the valerians found peace maybe that should be our way and she's like no no my panties are wet come come get this gushy gushy and and guess what you're closer to the throne yeah i don't go and parent the shit out of them little boys because they both their parents have failed in a lot of ways even though i keep pointing out raising children not something really the mother does i mean the first four or five years of their life maybe four they're a wet nurse and then they're like usually sent out of the castle someone else is doing all the work and i can't really put all that on allison because you only know what you're taught and her mother unfortunately died and she's been the companion to renera ever since and it's not like renera's mother chose to to parent her i forgot that viserys called her ama i didn't mention that she's called ama <laughs> so he's clearly losing his mind in allison's mind she wants to be put first she feels like she earned her voice to be the number one voice in which her husband adheres to right or wrong and he continues unfailingly to 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 put his daughter in that spot like i can i can even just imagine it i bet you she was like well i want can i have a hand can i be involved in the in the matters of the council and he probably was like yeah and then renee was like i want to too because it doesn't feel like she ever makes the effort to actually start doing things herself <laughs> that's hey i didn't make the rules it's what i'm seeing in front of here I hate that your 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 favorite is getting most of the hate because again I, I keep saying that but i can actually like mark it off on a i can draw a wheel of how allison got to this place i don't have the same i don't have the same correlation for renera and until something happens where there is one i can't pretend like most of the shit going on in your life is on you the king was just as inefficient because if he truly was then he wouldn't have had people continuing to talk <laughs> he said it was over and it was done with no no what he did what his mistake was is that the truth bomb was put out there and he said and then what that is when shit really got like every tempers were flaring i mean your child just lost an eye that's a pretty big fucking thing like technically that could be the end of someone's entire life their entire career everything they made desire so i can't say that oh man my kid losing and i am not gonna be a little irrational you're true you're right though when it, it when it was done what got to her was when renera said thank you father Yes, she was saying some crazy shit before, but I think that's when she started to physically 
was like no you're right i'm not really wanting the eye of this kid i really want to stab this bitch in the throat <laughs> that's what i really want to do and what she went for and i'm glad i'm glad because some people seem to think that she actually stabbed her and no one's watching the scene and seeing that renera manit uh finagled it so that she looked like she physically hurt her to cause more of a wedge like if you got someone who is being a spider and continues to do spiderous things don't get mad when when uh people call them a spider a wasp a pest like you are you are just as culpable in this power play as she is um i think that's about it as far as feedback goes so if you don't want to listen to spoilers I'll see you back next week. Blackercouch at gmail.com. If you have feelings, thoughts that you want to share, don't send no shipper shit. Not if you don't want to be dragged. Like I'm just throwing that out there right now. I have no patience or tolerance for it. I shut down my question box so that people can stop going in there talking about they ship and justifying it. I don't give a fuck. You don't need to explain yourself to me. Just stay out of my area. That's that's what y'all don't seem to understand. But uh yeah. <laughs> any other thoughts feelings and opinions send those shit those my way or leave the comment below spoilers 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 so only a few things really the first being the difference in the scene having Bela and Reyna there uh them not seeing like it going down the way it did I think was kind of much better than in the books I will say uh i'm looking forward i'm glad they i'm surprised reyna was there i would have expected her to be shipped off but my guess is when she as she gets older because i think in the imdb there's an older version actress for bela but none for reyna so i don't think we're going to be seeing her to mm, pretty much at all uh <laughs> and she is probably going to go and live with her uncle's family or her aunt's family one or the other she'll be away for dance of the dragons but Bela is going to be there and it's I, I like the little nod to the fact that her and Jace are going to be engaged um the other thing Darian we uh, he's Viserys is looking way too old to either currently in that big because I love the outfit that the actress was wearing for Alice this week she's either already pregnant or soon to be pregnant maybe that's how she she's like here's a little ass forgive me but we know she has one more baby and i can't think that they're gonna keep darian off the board like i don't like they're gonna make changes but it ain't gonna be like people don't exist so i'm starting to be concerned just the way laris is creeping around her if he's not gonna use what he's done and that blackmail to cross the line and she ends up being um molested by him i hope not i hope it is it, I, I hope so because that would also be weird i don't know why i got that thought like they could change it in in this episode but i did uh what else of uh, the vayman situation i think that's really cool with the whole lanar thing yeah and the lanar like it could have been corliss but it could have also been Damon. The fact that she put that on Damon, and <laughs> I love how they're making Renera far more villainous. Like she's not just helpless victim, like they tried to portray. 
she's very much in control of exactly what she's doing uh and i like that they made vayman the brother because that's a much stronger because the next story arc should be the the drift marks situation right i didn't actually look at the the next week on but i know corliss does get fucked up with Lenar still living i feel as if that was more of a give to the show to like oh we don't want to kill another really great gay character but in my opinion i still concede that they could have done better oh i want to go live off my life yeah so does everybody fucking want to do so that was not a real statement but you know what i was saying <laughs> so I, I i can't applaud that in any fashion it feels like fan service just to say oh we don't kill all the gays but in re in and and one of those things where those bitches be complaining about the book like they didn't say that damon killed his wife in the book well they definitely said he probably killed lanar and he did <laughs> there was a body produced it was lanar they did it creatively in the show and had him burn but eh, okay so yeah i'm looking forward to that and i think it's great that he laughed at his very blatant like hmm that's gonna be interesting because in a lot of ways he's only siding with renera not because she's right but because he side he's on her side so that's it's gonna be interesting i i enjoy watching how they're doing damon because they make it very clear that he is himself like clearly a terrible individual but on the other side he is being a little egged on at this point by his own niece and his own ambition but it also sets up him being disillusioned with the person that she is that's all i got for this week if you want to send feedback for next episode like at gmail.com like share subscribe till next time peace hair grease like our magic <laughs>